Hey, it's Myra. And this is Rhonda. And welcome to We Choose Love, where we discuss the complexities of love, relationships, and marriage. Good morning. It's early. It's early on your side, huh? Did you have coffee? Anything for love. (laughs) Um, No, I didn't have coffee. Are you drinking coffee these days? You know, I can only drink just like a little bit, like a, like a little shot of coffee. Otherwise, you know, I start getting those headaches, which always worries you. So that's why it was just a test. It's to see <laughs> <laughs> if you're yes, going to lie or tea. tell me the I'm truth. Tea in the morning. We don't want you to lie. Speaking of lying, <laughs> we today on the show are going to discuss love myths and what's our truth. And really, we're talking about you know, a myth, which is a widely held but false belief or idea. But sometimes these myths really feel like truths because we grow up with them, we hear them all the time, um, and they can be really powerful, especially when it comes to love. Like, so we found a couple, right, babe? Right. That are universal, and then some that are specifically lesbian love myths. (laughs) Right? And and okay, so we can we can talk about them. Okay. Um, all right, I'll, I'll bring up one of the first ones. Okay. How about the one about you can't sustain the honeymoon period of a relationship? Mm. Which I think that's just so ridiculous to say. You're just setting people up for failure because the honeymoon phase is supposed to be it's supposed to be the best part. You just Everything is fantastic, you know. You're so into each other. You have this, uh, this like space, just you and your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's something you have should try and create throughout your relationship. Yeah, creating I, those I special moments, those special times, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I think that things change, but I think that this myth is used when things are you know, not as exciting, I guess. And people will be like, well, girl, you know, it's not always going to be like your honeymoon. But the truth is we do everything we can to keep it sexy, keep it fun, right? Right, keep it keep and it spicy. I think Wanna- that it, it feels like the honeymoon a lot of times. Better than the honeymoon because you, uh, you passed out on a honeymoon. Okay, you know, <laughs> you're still salty <laughs> about that. Right. You know, I was doing fine. For a long time. Anyway. And then it took a turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still sorry. You were so happy. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's where that is. Because I think we can, you can keep it alive. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't agree with that. Okay. All right. So, you know, I, I was reading um, this study I, when I was doing the research. Because, you know, we have, to, we have to, you know, do some research for our show, right? So I... Um, looked at this study by this woman, um, Dr. Bianca Acevedo, and she was a, she's a social neuroscientist and a relationship expert. And she used a, a functional MRI and studied couples and relationships and found that the brain scans of the long-term couples look similar to those who were newly in love. Mm-hmm. See? So that's right. So that, that, you know, that love, that spark was still in the relationship. But there was just kind of like one exception, like the the long term couples were no longer experiencing that anxiety, you know, that that at the beginning obsessive thoughts that you have in the beginning of a relationship. 
Right, like, oh my gosh, what? should I say I love you? What she says, or what does she think? Those kind of right. things. Is she going to call me? Right, right, right. All of those Which things, is good, because right? you don't want to keep that all the time. No, that's that, like, that wears you out, right? Mm-hmm. But um, this, that research proves that, yes, the honeymoon stage is a state of mind. There you go. Right? All there right? you go. It's a state of mind. Love it. So, okay. So another myth. How about the idea that there's this lesbian bed death? What's lesbian bed death? I think I know. Right. What's it? What is it? Right. Well, that's like when women are together for any length of time, and then you know their their sex life dies. You know, it's just like okay. come, becomes like two Thanks. girls hanging out. Yeah, well, now, you know how I feel about that. That's not... Well, <laughs> what you say? You don't need any more friends? You know how I feel about that? That's not for us. That's definitely a myth. Right, and I could say that fact's definitely not true in my house, right? Oh, gosh, yes, not true. I agree. But I get it because people get busy, Yeah. right? And, you know, but you have to find that time um, for intimacy, in your relationship, you really have to make time for it because people are busy. Mm-hmm. You know, we we live in separate in separate states, mm-hmm. so we get together. You know, we start getting we start getting busy too, but we have to make time. We start getting busy. That didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we get together, get we start busy. getting busy. Get busy with it. Get busy hey. with it. Oh my gosh, hey. we're totally dating ourselves. Everybody knows when we. <laughs> with our 80s. But anyway, okay, so let me do one. How about this one? This is a universal one. Jealousy just shows how much you care. So people are jealous, possessive. And, you know, honestly, I used to believe that. I think early on when we were dating, I used to do things to try to get you to be jealous. Like when we were out and stuff, try to flirt with somebody, get a rise out of you. And I remember doing that one time and you just looked at me and was like, why would you want to see me upset, Myra? Why would you want to see me so angry? And I'm thinking, damn. But I didn't know because I was just in unhealthy relationships where when people were really possessive and jealous, I took that as, oh, yeah, they they love me more. You right. Know? You want me out there and act so, a fool, act right. a fool, right? And that's but- totally not the case. That's just somebody who is possessive jealous and um you know maybe even psycho might be a stalker so it doesn't it's not a um um doesn't show that they care so which 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 you got you got another one yes i have another one how about oh boy this one it's just a phase you haven't met mr right oh my goodness another lesbian myth yes that 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 brings back bad memories you know, of early days of, of coming out and dealing with my mom and her even saying to me, well, I thought this was a phase you were going through and me having to tell her. I mean, even, you know, I can remember back in my maybe my 30s or something and she's talking to me about, you know, all my past relationships and only talking about guys. And I'm just like, Mom, I had to do that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wasn't interest, really interested. Um, so, you know, that's, I would say that's, that's a myth. That's definitely a myth. I, wait, I, and, and um, I have one that, I mean, I, I found this quote, these two quotes that, that speak to that, that are so funny. And one of them says, he is a she and she is amazing. Right. 
<laughs> I like that one. <laughs> right, and that goes to another one where they always say, which one of you is the man in the relationship? Because they're, you know, hetero heteronormative uh, values as, you know, a man and a woman being together. And so the only way, you know, you see a relationship is like that. But there's no man. Well, okay, babe. On Tuesday, you could be the man. On Wednesday, I'll be the man. How about that? All right. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's, you're right. That's just, you know, trying to figure it out. I think people just, if you see two women, you don't understand it. You're just trying to figure it out. And the best way, you know, because it's kind of like who's going to be in charge and stuff. But obviously everybody right. has masculine and feminine tendencies and just, I think I'm feminine the way I dress and things like that, but I have a very aggressive, assertive attitude. So, yes, you do. You know, so. <laughs> so wait, wait, so wait, let me just tell you another one that's from, that goes with that. So th- these quotes are from um, yourtango.com. So one that goes with that, when someone says, which one of you is the man? The quote says, we are both the girl in the relationship. That's kind of the point. <laughs> Aren't those funny? Right. Right. Exactly. That's a good one, babe. Thank yeah. you for that. So um, one that's a little bit more serious, not so funny. And, and these, again, are on, on, on the, in the, when you're in the spectrum. Says, you must have been a damaged, chi- damaged as a child. And that is something that people will think if you, you know, are gay. So something happened to you. If you're on any form of this spectrum in our community. And so for me, it's, it's something that when I was younger, you know, I'm a sexual abuse survivor and um, I feel like there were points at a very young age that maybe I thought when I was coming into my own environment sexuality that, 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 that maybe that something was wrong with me because that happened to me. But the reality is that's a myth. It has nothing at all to do with, you know, right. what happened to you as uh, in your childhood in terms of if you're going to, um, you know, be gay or, or, or straight. Right. So, Okay. And that's, you know, and that's important because, you know, a lot of people have, have gone through that and are struggling with that trauma. So thank you for sharing that, Myra. My baby. Okay, I have another one. I have another myth, mm-hmm. lesbian myth. All dykes, or as we say today, maybe aggressive lesbians, have short hair. <laughs> now, if that isn't ridiculous, I don't know what is because, you know, we come in all shapes, sizes. Colors, That's right. hair lengths. That's right. You no, know, I mean, I know many times you've mistaken straight women with short hair, what? thinking they're a couple, and they and they would just have two husbands coming right up. And yeah, like, Wait, those like hikey people who are like, look at me, hikey people, hikey people. But I know, like, I've seen some, you know, Midwestern hiking, wearing certain kind of shorts, really short haircuts, and I'm like, oh, that's a couple, and they're like sisters. You know, right. going to Bear Mountain or something. I don't know. Right. So, yeah, we come in all sizes and we look fabulous um, either way. And speaking of that, I can't cannot say enough about. So, you know, the Met Gala was on May 7th, the big Met right. Ball. And so that Met Ball um, is the annual fundraising gala that happens um, for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Art for their Costume Institute. It's in New York City. And so this year, the theme was Heavenly Bodies fashion, and the Catholic imagination. And our girl, who we love and, and so much, Lena White, arrived there. She came wearing a black suit and it was adorned with this huge rainbow flag cape. Did you see that? Did you see the picture? Oh my goodness. 
she was the boss. That was unbelievable. It was so powerful, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I, I read what she said. And she said, I felt like a gay goddess. Mm. And she looked like it, too. Just the, the look on her face. She looked so proud and yes. regal. And um, she said when she first saw what the designer, it was a Carolina Herrera designer uh, by Wes Gordon, who he's just the new creative director for Carolina Herrera. And he's just coming in, just killing it. Right. Killing it. Um, she said, when, when I saw the cape in person, I got emotional, not just because it was so stunning, but I knew we would be making a statement. She's just and, so amazing. Yeah. She just, she just took that on for us. And, Appreciate you, sister. Really <laughs> She's do. amazing. And I love Carolina Herrera. You know, that's the only perfume I wear for yes, years and dear, years and years it's and the years. The one and years I've been buying for you for 18 for years. years. I years, know. Years, yes. Years. I love that perfume. But yeah, she's just so amazing. You know, talk about making a statement. Here you are in a religious themed exhibition. And this, this is one of the biggest, um, you know, the museum partnered with the Vatican. So this is just so courageous, you know, especially with all the myths surrounding sexuality found in religion, you know, I think it's just pretty cool. Um, and it was bold. It was, it was really, it was really, really bold. bold, really bold and courageous. Um, and I don't know, I, I think in general, this, the, the, this idea that the um, museum exhibition kind of highlights this intersection of faith and fashion is really interesting to me because there's a lot of religious art. But anyway, does she have a partner? She does. And she just got engaged um, around Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we did talk about that. We did talk about that. Right. Yeah. And you know what? That, that brings me to one, another love myth. <laughs> okay. All right. Lesbian relationships don't last. Um, now, no. okay, so we're, you know, we're proof we, they last. And we know so many couples that are in long-term relationships that have been in relationships for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Decades. Who, who, are, who are our examples mm -hmm. of what a relationship should be. So, so that's it's just, definitely that's not just ridiculous. true. Eh. I should have had a buzzer. <laughs> eh. And with and with and with gay marriage, let's hope we you know make our own paths and don't you know succumb to you know divorce and separation at the high rates as right, straight right. couples. Yeah, let's set a new example. Let's set a new example. Yeah, we shouldn't have high rates. I think they're gonna last. They're so cute. She's gorgeous. Her, let's um, fight to let's fight to stay together. Like Who's together. gorgeous? Um, um, Lena's um, partner. Her, oh, her fiance. I just looked at the picture. Yeah. Fiance. <laughs> yeah, to remind myself. Yeah, she's beautiful. You know, she's just beautiful. Um, oh yes, I, I I wanted to mention this. Okay, so today's May 11th, and um, Rihanna, who, incidentally, she's launching her lingerie Savage X Fenty. That's the name of it, Savage X Fenty. So she's launching her lingerie line today. But incidentally, she actually hosted the Met Gala with the oh, Mal wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. She hosted the Met Gala with the Mal Clooney, Donatella Versace, Anna Wintour, uh, Stephen and Christine Schwartzman. Um, but it's so cool because her lingerie, you know, she tends to do things like her makeup line that is just so on point when it comes to self-image. You know? I know, my niece, my niece loves her stuff. Oh, yeah. Shout out, VZ. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so her lingerie line, Savage Fenty, it's 90 pieces of lingerie, sleepwear, accessories. Um, and then the collections 
are all with these different kind of names, you know, like for the girly girl, if you want to be more flirty and girly, um, there's one connection for that. If you want to be a vixen, there's like a black widow. One is called black widow. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, let me we see. know she's extra. Yeah. One is extra. And, um, no, wanna, I'm saying, what? I'm saying Rihanna. Oh is yeah. Extra. She's extra. Right, yeah, but she's, she's extra. But, but she, but she, I, play, I play her sometimes in the morning so I can get hyped up. <laughs> um, but wait, one, let me just, I just wanted to get the, the names right. So the collection, one of it is called On the Reg, um, On the Regular. So you're like, you know, your regular stuff you wear every day. And okay, then, yeah, everyday wear. Right, your everyday essential items, your t-shirt, your bra, your undies, right? And then she has one called the UQ collection which is like girl girlishy you know lacy and one is called damn you know, okay Any, anything in there for more me more sexy um i don't know the ultimate uh, let me finish <laughs> i don't know about you because you you're gonna be getting me some today i already signed up because you have to sign up wow, by the website um, you, yeah, you wear right? you hate bras but anyway Black Widow, that's the one I was talking about. But that anyway, is true. What I was bringing this up for, which I think it's it's phenomenal that she is really making sure that um, it's a body positive message. Because with lingerie, everyone can't necessarily wear lingerie and because of their size. So she... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that they don't make the right, lingerie for They can't for get it size. for their size. Right. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yes, they could wear it if it was out there. Yes. But so she's so that nobody's excluded. She's created um, bras that are available from 32A, like flat, 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 to 44 double D. Okay. You know, she has loungewear and she has like excess. Yeah, excess to 3XL, you know. And so I just think that's amazing. And one of the things is that here's a myth that I could tie into this, that women only wear lingerie, you know, to be sexy for their partners. They're only wearing it for other people, not for themselves. And, you know, Rihanna says women should be wearing lingerie for their damn selves. And it's true. You want to feel sexy. And she says that she wants to encourage confidence and strength by showing lingerie in another light. Right. So you don't have to pick one personality. Someday you might feel like being fun. The next day you might feel like being a black widow. But yeah, that that's, you know, breaking, busting a myth, which is true. We don't dress up sexy for other people. We dress sexy for ourselves, and it's nice to have the other people. And sometimes you might, but it's not the only reason. So I just wanted to bring that up. Go Rihanna. And I've signed up, and you should go. Everybody should go to her Instagram, Savage X Fenty Instagram, and then you can see what it looks like. So hey. I don't I like know. that. Yeah, there's another myth that I. Th- yeah, this is a, this. This would be our last myth for the for the show. This myth is gay mothers or gay parents produce gay kids. Lesbian mothers produce lesbian kids and so on. Um, but well, how, is that, how is that a myth in your case? Well, it's not a myth in my case because my mom's a lesbian mother and I happen to come out. But in your case, your mom isn't. And you big on the uh, gay spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> and so are many others. I mean, if Whoa. it, it would... If it was the case that nobody would be uh, having, you know, any issue about, you know, discriminatory issues on, on, about in our community, if they just said, well, you know, that only happens if the parent is that way. So it's definitely a myth and it's something that doesn't make any sense. But speaking of mothers, babe, 
right? Yes. Wait, I wanted to say something about that. Okay. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes gay parents, maybe it's not um, such an issue today as it was some years ago, but how gay parents who wanted to maybe adopt children right. had fears about that, you know, um, they would be excluded from that opportunity because, you know, they would be discriminated against from, from getting, being allowed to adopt kids because they that was the thought. And it's probably still yeah. happening. I mean, I don't yes. know the stats, but I'm sure it's still happening. Yes, but we yeah. there's many examples now of, you know, gay couples that have adopted children and kids aren't gay. So, no, because that has nothing to do with anything. Exactly. It is a mother what? is a mother. Hey. Man. A parent is a parent, a dad is a dad, a grandma is a grandma, whoever is taking care of that kid and showing love. Yes. So speaking of mothers, like I said, I right. think we should say something because it's going to be Mother's Day this weekend. Right. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. So let's let's say happy Mother's Day happy to mother's all the Day. mothers out there. All the mothers in- out there. Including our brand consultant. We call it a boss lady. <laughs> Cracks the whip, Miss Davon. Happy, happy Mother's Mother. Day. Yes. Yes. And I, I want to wish a super special happy Mother's Day to my mom, my sister, my auntie. Me too. I love you, mom. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, my auntie, all um my friends and you know, all yeah, families. We have a, we have lot, a lot of, of mothers lot in of our friends. life. It's hard to cover, yes. but just a lot of friends that are mothers. That job is just just it is beyond. a thankless job. It's beyond. And we, we we couldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. You know, so we love you. I love you, mom. We love you. Mwah. <laughs> Babe, that was a kiss for the moms. That kiss was not for you. I know, sweetie. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll get my kisses later. So people, we want to leave you with this. Love myths. Love myths are just, again, widely held but false beliefs or ideas about love. And, you know, let's let's follow our truths. We can't get caught up living our lives based on these myths because it just robs us of our, you know, our opportunity to connect either with a special person we're about to meet or and it feels right to us. But then we hear these myths and then we think this and that and the other or it affects our relationship. So, you know, let's not buy into these falsities. Let's just say true to what we believe and what we feel. Right, babe? Right. That stuff is junk. <laughs> it's junk. Because we believe in love. Say. Love activists, as we say. So again, yeah. we just want to really thank you all for listening. Right. You can find our podcast on iTunes, on CastBox in the Google Play Store, and on Spotify. And be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. That's right. And you can follow our show on Instagram. At we choose love always, and you can follow us both at Myra Gandhi and at Rhonda Live Well. Connect with us on Facebook at fb.me forward slash we choose love always. Follow us on Twitter at we choose love now, and send us your questions via email at we choose love always at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, everybody. Keep it loving, and remember to always choose love.